What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the first official episode of our podcast, the Bite Me Podcast. I am your... (laughs) I am your host, Dawson. And I'm Dana. Hey, it's Lauren. Really? (laughs) I just had to. I couldn't... Well, you know what? This is why I wanted to make this podcast, because my friends are absolutely insane. Um, So yeah, we are the Bite Me Podcast. We're going to be doing monthly reviews of local eateries in the Hudson Valley. We're going to be pretty honest about it. You know, there's going to be some things that we may not like. Um, We're obviously not going to butcher people, but the whole point is to have an authentic, um, basically, response to what is local out in the Hudson Valley. And the Hudson Valley has actually become, I think massive in tourism would you guys agree i mean we have so many uh breweries and cideries and wineries that are being opened up in the area i live in the area and i never thought anything was special about the hudson valley but i mean i see on social media people are coming up here to hike to go to different restaurants to go to places and like when i lived in the city before everybody was like oh you live up there it's so pretty up there everything is so nice and i never appreciated it but now I see why. People can think we that. can we also talk about how people in the city say that where we are is upstate and how it's okay? Not okay, we should, we definitely should clarify our region yes. of New York we're not, because we're not that far upstate. Exactly. Right. So <laughs> that is that is actually very factual. Like yeah. no. But here's the thing is like, so I recently got married and um, we went to Lake George for my bachelorette and it was sort of this thing. Our fourth anonymous host is trolleying on the side, <laughs> by the way, guys. So we have a fourth anonymous host. I just want to throw that out there. Um, she's anonymous, and you will never find out who she is, but she will make a debut with emoji faces, so be prepared for that. Um, but anyway, so we were in Lake George, and we looked around, and I was like, holy fuck, this is New York. Yes, because this is upstate. Right, because I think of like the city, and it's like all that stuff, and then you fucking drive 50 minutes, and you're like, what the fuck, trees? <laughs> well, that's what's crazy about where we live, because like we live like an hour from New York City, right? Everybody knows New York City when you think of New York. So when you are in New York City, and you tell people you're upstate, it's like you're not really upstate, because it's like only an hour away. Right. People who are from like two or three hours away from the city they're like oh you're not upstate but we're out of the city so we're in a weird it's like a funky area area. but it's also a blessing because of the food culture here and the wineries and the bars and that is why we started this podcast Mm -hmm. because the coronavirus has kicked people's asses especially local businesses Mm -hmm. and it's not fair so we definitely want to give them a voice and we want to review people so that's what we decided to do like we have girls night we eat we drink Fuck it. Why not make a podcast and talk about the places we like to go to, right? Absolutely. So I'm super excited to share um, with everyone about the brunch spot we just went to today called Millhouse Brewing Company in Poughkeepsie, New York. So basically what we're going to do is just sort of talk about everything. We have a little five-point scale. We're going to talk about the ambiance of the restaurant. We're going to talk about the service. Then we're going to talk about, obviously, what's important, the food and the drinks, so I want to give a little background. I did some research on Millhouse Brewing Company. Um, the owner, I'm not even going to attempt to say his fucking last name, but you have this guy, Danny, right? So they have a restaurant and then a brewery. I can't say that word. Like, it's weird. Brewery. brewery. So the brewery. <laughs> so at the, at the brewery, you have Larry and Jamie. So quick backstory, this guy, Danny, Danny and Eric, who are the co-owners or chefs, whatever, they were having like drinks at a bar. 
they talked about what they want to do in the Hudson Valley to kind of like, um, basically what can they provide to the food scene, especially like around Poughkeepsie. So they linked up with Larry and Jamie, which fun fact, they have been friends since the fifth grade. Mm, That's so cool. And they were fucking brewing beer in their basement. And then they just linked up with these two guys and were like, fuck it. We're going to make Millhouse. And then boom, the rest is history. Hmm. So I'm hoping that we have sort of the same magic where we can say, (laughs) (laughs) you believe in it, go for it. Exactly. So I'm super excited to talk about it. So let's just talk about first the ambiance. What'd you guys think of it? I thought it was great. Um, So I had been there one time before and I ate in the upstairs area. That was really nice. It was really spacious. There was a lot of lighting with the windows. Um, This time we were in the downstairs area. Great. We were in a booth. Thought everything, thought everything was good. Let's talk about that booth, though. Okay, I have a little... I like the booth. I thought it was really cute. My issue with the booth is that I felt like I was very upright, and I felt like I kept sliding out of my chair. I don't know if it was the drinks. I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to be on the floor by the end of the night. I mean, it probably was the drinks, but it's okay. <laughs> no, well, I mean, so I was like on the edge of the booth, and like, I don't, I guess, I, I don't know, I was leaning kind of forward, but so I didn't necessarily notice that. So I think, yes, if you're in the middle of the booth, you could probably feel that upright feeling. Yes. So... Yeah. yeah, and they have these sick ass chandeliers, which I took a picture of, and I'll be posting it later. It was really freaking nice. And what I found interesting was that they played like classic rock music. I don't know if you guys noticed that. You didn't? No. Come on. I was saying before we left, I was like, did I take everything in? (laughs) (laughs) But I thought it was like a cool little little just thing that it just I don't know because I I like classic rock music. I mean, not a lot of people do, but Mm -hmm. I thought it was like a cool twist to it. Um, I I think it fit in well with the whole atmosphere, like the exposed beams, all the hardwood when you walked mm -hmm. in, like it just felt very like classic traditional. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, I hate using that word fucking rustic. I'm like, what's rustic? Because I think everyone just like uses that word. And I'm like, but it's trendy, but it kind of, it kind of did have that fucking rustic. A little bit. Okay. It's a lot of wood. Yeah. Yeah. So question, do you think the building was already rustic or do you think they Ooh. adjusted the building to be to fit okay. kind of like their person actually that I think they ha- I mm. think they definitely did some renovation because when you first pull up well first of all our fourth anonymous um co-host was like oh fuck are we here and I was like oh shit we are because at first at like when you look at it you're like okay this doesn't look like it from the pictures at all and then when you mm. go in it's like okay this is Millhouse. And then, unfortunately, we didn't get to see the upstairs, as Dana said before. Mm-hmm. But from their pictures, it looks fucking massive. Mm-hmm. So we definitely have to go back for that. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about our server, though? Oh, my gosh. Oh, she was so Carrie she was so cool. with a K. Yeah, Carrie right? with a K. K-E-R-R-I. <laughs> Shout out. was amazing. She was so good. Yeah. Like, she can chill with us anytime if she wants to come with oh, us in the yes. next place. Like, oh, absolutely. Here one day, maybe. I don't know. You know, and appearance, I, <laughs> I don't know. She was great. Right. And Carrie was fucking awesome. She was like, Have you ever been here before? And I, I just love that question. It's like, no, give me your specials mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And yeah, she was like, Do you want to hear this? We're like, Yeah, we want absolutely. to hear Absolutely. And I like it when they give their recommendations because here I am, I'm going to a place where I, I've never been before. Like, tell me what's good. Like, I want to have your good stuff. So the menu was really extensive and also our server Carrie was really good at well she told us the specials which you know is standard for every restaurant but I mean when she told us the specials I was like oh my gosh those all sound so good everything that I was looking at at the menu sounded so good 
And I'm a really indecisive person. I was already looking at the menu like days before we even <laughs> exactly there. So like, you know, when she was telling me the specials, I was like, oh my gosh, because we love lobster rolls as you know, Amanda, we've been to Maine's. So what I had decided to get was the sausage biscuits and gravy, um, which is a tribute to my really good friend, Chelsea, who lives in Maryland. She introduced me to that dish and um, we usually always get it when I go to visit her. So um, it was really, really, really good. It looked good. House Brewing Company. Oh my God. It was so good. So the only thing was I was a little bit expecting, I don't know why, but I was expecting the scrambled eggs to be on the side. So the sausage biscuits and gravy were sauce, uh, were the biscuits and then um, scrambled eggs on top of the biscuits and then sausage gravy on top of that. So everything was pretty much piled on top of the biscuits. I don't know why, but I was expecting the scrambled eggs to be on the side. Now, did that change your opinion of the dish because it wasn't on the side or because it was on top of it? A little bit because I was like, so for me with my eggs, I like my eggs pretty much just like with salt, pepper. I use cayenne pepper on my eggs too, but salt, pepper, cayenne pepper, that's all I like. I like my eggs pretty basic. I don't like them too busy. So I wasn't sure with the gravy on top if it was going to be too much, Um, but oh my God, (laughs) so good so good it was so rich it was so southern it was so i think that's the best part about it is like the southern aspect because business and gravy is a southern dish and if you do not have that like southern like i don't i can't describe it but that southern flavor to it it you lost you lost us it was so so good i do not regret getting that i do not regret that the eggs were like you know mixed in with it Everything was so good. And of course, like my co-host always tease me about, I didn't finish my meal. <laughs> okay. Can you just go. save it for another time? But, yes. Just, just a side note for all of our um, audience members here is that Dana takes 10 hours to finish her meal. As we go forward on this podcast. No, 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 no. 100% probably not finish my meal she at will always these, have left but at all of these places but, but here's the thing the, the whole thing is not the podcast isn't about can you finish your meal it's how did it taste <laughs> <laughs> so right exactly so, so i just good. so it's funny because you know we talk about how you can eat anything but um you did a pretty decent job yeah. and you know what the flavor is what matters so the good. flavor is what matters Highly recommend good so what I got, which is sort of really interesting. So I got the Reuben Benedict. It's a house-made rye English muffin, sauerkraut, poached eggs, house-made pastrami, toasted, I do not know how to fucking pronounce this, car- caraway. Sound it out, girl. Yeah, caraway sounds correct. Yeah, so my pronunciation shit. You know, I, mm-hmm. I grew up in the Bronx, whatever. And mustard <laughs> hollandaise with a small salad. Let me tell you, so whenever I get a Benedict dish, my main concern is with the poached eggs, I love when that yolk comes out, right? And you see that drip, 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 drip. Now, my whole thing is like, is the English muffin going to be too soggy? Yes, because I hate when you order food and the, the bread is, is too, it's too soggy mm-hmm. and it, it just kind of ruins, you want like a little bit of substance. Right, right crisp, right. I fucking got crisp, dude. Mm. I got crisp. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got crisp. That That's shit was, what we want, people. That's what we want. It was so good. And so, fun fact about my life. My brother-in-law, Robbie, shout out to him. He fucking loves, like, Reuben sandwiches. He loves all that shit. So, I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to do it for him. And, you know, I feel like food always reminds us of someone. Mm-hmm. How yeah, you just see? said. Yeah, reminds us too. Exactly. Definitely. How it reminds us of a memory of a fucking moment we had with someone. Right. And that reminded me of him. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get it. Yeah. But it was delicious and I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, now we go to Lauren who got the pulled pork mm. grilled cheese, which is a slow braised pulled pork. Oh, God. Here with the pronunciation. Uh, Ready? <laughs> Gruyere. Gruyere yes, cheese. Gruyere cheese. Red onion marmalade on Texas toast served with a small salad. No, but she yes. got but she her got favorite. Lauren. I always trade out my side salad for a side of french fries. Yes. I feel that's how you know if it's a good restaurant, depending on how their french fries are. Mm-hmm. If a restaurant has crappy french fries, guess what? Their food probably isn't good. But if you have good fries, <laughs> you have good food. And this pulled pork sandwich was delicious. It wasn't too fatty. There wasn't too much sauce. It was perfect. The bread was nice and crisp. It was on like a Texas toast bread. So yeah, it was nice and crisp. <laughs> nice and crispy. <laughs> but crispy is key. Ugh. Yeah. So like, key. You crispy don't want soggy is key. anything. So our fourth anonymous co-host who cannot speak, she got mm-hmm. the chicken and waffles. And oh, I, mm. I, first of all, oh, I, that just reminded me. So we're waiting for our food and the waiter's walking by with these fucking massive plates. And guess what it is? It's fucking chicken, chicken and waffles. waffles. We were like, what is that? We need to know what that is. And he stopped in his tracks and, and turned to and us and presented like, oh, it. it's chicken and waffles. <laughs> right. He presented it with such grace. So whoever you are, we appreciate it. I, th- I feel like they know how to do fried chicken too because they had like a, a KFC kind of pop-up fried chicken night. And I, I saw a line according to their Facebook. They sold out. Like it, it mm. was a hit. It was nice and crispy. And it looked just like that. So crispy, so just crunchy and juicy. Just, it looked amazing. You looked at it, but guess what? I tasted it. it. I said, (laughs) co-host anonymous number four, let me get some of that fucking chicken. And she was like, absolutely. So when I took a bite into that, here's my thing. Not only crunch, but saltiness. Mm. If you're going to fucking come out here and be like, oh, it's too greasy, then don't fucking eat it. Like, that's fried chicken, in my opinion. That's fried chicken. But the saltiness and the crunch, just hearing that, like, <sighs> right. <laughs> right. Just like bite that. Bite me, baby. <laughs> Hashtag bite me. But it was delicious. It was so yeah. good. It was so good. I didn't try the waffles, but they look good. And apparently to our co-host, Anana's co-host number four, she said it was really good. And it had some fruit on the side. You know, you got to get those uh, nutrients in. got to break it up a little bit. That's funny. Um, but let's start talking about our drinks. Girl, what you sipping on? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I feel like this is what brought oh, us there. One hundred percent. The their Instagram always posted the mimosas, right? So their drinks are definitely what brought us there. I mean, obviously their brewery they have beer, but what we saw on their Instagram was they had five um, flights of mimosas. So what we got was their Christmas mimosa flights. So I guess these are special to the holiday season. They had eggnog, peppermint. Cranberry orange, toasted marshmallow, and gingerbread. Yes. And when I, I was not expecting a whole. <laughs> 
I mean, when I first heard that, I was like, I do not want really any of those. I know. I was like, eggnog. But, but, you know, with the holiday season, you want to be festive, you know, whatever. They had to do it. Just from a marketing standpoint. Absolutely. And I really respect the fact that they have, you know, chefs or bartenders or whoever that create drinks like that. So that part, I really respect. Like, it takes you know, skill to really do that. Right. And I, I remember Carrie was talking to us about the peppermint mimosa. Mm, yeah, Actually melt down peppermint candy, candy canes, right? Yeah. Into a, like a liqueur and put it into the drink. Dude, yep. like champagne. They, okay. they made into a simple syrup. Yeah. Like what? That First of all, skill. I'm sorry. And, and that I'm sorry. adds bonus points, you know, because you think about how the passion that these people put into these um, ingredients and their menu. Mm -hmm. It's not just about like, oh, here's like a fucking pulled pork grilled cheese or this, which I actually found out when they make their menu. So some of like, they have a ramen, right? Mm -hmm. They actually, their broth, instead of using like a reduction on like wine and some of their stuff, they use their like IPAs. Mm. They use an IPA, they use a stout, they use their beer that they brew. Which I think is like so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. You know, they use their local ingredients to make their food, but not only that, they use a local, the word again, a brewery, <laughs> their brewery, <laughs> like across the street, and they incorporate it with their food. And that to me is like the artistry in the restaurant business, especially with local, because local it gives quality. Absolutely. So, what would you guys say after trying all of their flavors was your favorite? All right. So I think like a ranking system. So I'm going to go with like our favorite to like least favorite, which controversial guys, but we'll talk about this in a minute. Yeah. So the first one that became a unanimous decision was the cranberry orange. Yes. Yes. That tasted the most like a mimosa. It was like a fruity mix with champagne. It had some little cranberries in it that kind of bounced with the bubbles of the champagne. It was cool. You love that when you get a mimosa. Right. and that's what I that's what I think of. When I order mimosa, I want something sweet with some mostly champagne. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what this was. It was perfect. Yes. And then um, second runner-up was the gingerbread. What'd you guys think of that? Okay. Have you guys ever had a hot toddy? Yes, Lauren, at your house. And it was yes. fucking banging. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what I felt like this tasted like. It had that, that cinnamon, that, that fall, wintery but kind of vibe But you did say, it. didn't you say that you thought it should be be warm was that the one that you said that was the egg dog egg but okay. I, I i don't but, i don't know my egg yeah dog. but but the the gingerbread one was not bad i mean i didn't i didn't love it but it wasn't bad it was it was kind of unique again these are all with champagne so kind of you kind of right. have to take that into account right and the gingerbread with the cinnamon stick in it the whole thing is is like when they take a picture right mm-hmm. it looks awesome it and not so that the cute. flavors were shit like it was pretty good like the cranberry mm-hmm. orange as you said was right. good the gingerbread tasted good to me and it has it brings me back to like christmas this authentic mm-hmm. feeling Definitely. of christmas yep. and that's what i think is important to like hone in on mm-hmm. um and then after the gingerbread we decided on peppermint Mm-hmm. Controversial, I feel like. Yeah. Controversial. Okay. Yes, because I, I I tell you guys I love the mint flavor, but <laughs> this it wasn't it wasn't I think I like more of a spearmint than a peppermint. And I know that they melted down the the candy canes to mm-hmm. get into the drink. Which we were all impressed. Um, it tasted good. It had a little bit of a sweet tinge to it, but I don't know if it's something that I could drink all night or all day long. Right. 
And that's what's perfect about these tastings, like these wine flights, is that like you go with a group of friends, you all taste it, you all experience it. I feel like it's it's something you need to experience 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and then up next after the peppermint is toasted marshmallow. Okay. My thing with the toasted marshmallow is like sometimes you just got to do it for the gram. Like it had <laughs> toasted marshmallows. So right. Cute. Yes. It had them on Check the- our Instagram for the pictures. Yes. Too. Yes. So cute. Um, it had the toasted marshmallows on a, on a toothpick across the drink. So cute. Like roasted. And like toasted, dude. That yeah, shit was like a little toasted. Like brown on it. Like yeah. Right. I felt like it went through like a mini campfire oh, and then so came back cute. on the glass. Yeah, so cute. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It went hiking in upstate for the weekend and then it came back down. <laughs> it was well, more upstate than right? yeah. more upstate than we like. Not 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 our upstate. Not, not here. <laughs> and then last but not least, which I thought was pretty good, but my other three hosts did not co hosts did not think so. Um, which was the eggnog. Now explain explain Dana. I can't with the eggnog. I'm sorry. So so basically, it was basically like eggnog mixed with champagne. And I'm sorry. They just missed it. On <laughs> but, but what did they miss? Like, they missed it. I'm sorry. Like, eggnog and like eggnog does not belong in a mimosa, in my opinion. So it was like, it was white. So it looked like milky and creamy, which eggnog is supposed to be. However, when you tasted it, it was not that. It tasted completely like citrusy and champagne-y, like like a mimosa is supposed to, but it was like white and like creamy at the same time. It was just, I don't know. I just think that they should not have mixed that with a mimosa. You know, it might be your thing. Absolutely go for it. However, I... I did not like it. Can I just say that I actually really liked it because of the citrusy. So here's the thing with like flavors is that everyone's going to have a different palate, a different opinion and what Mm -hmm. caters to them. And um, that's why I like that we have such a diverse group. You know, I myself like different things and Lauren likes different things and Dana likes different things. So we get to tell you guys, hey, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. But I like the citrusy. Many, many people probably won't. But it was pretty good, not bad. And the whole thing is, we expected it to be like Dana said, this creaminess tex- uh, texture, like thick, like thick, eggnog. yep, right. But it was pretty bubbly. Lauren, what do you think? Um, yeah, I agree with Dana. I saw it. I've never had eggnog before. I kind of had this expectation that it was going to be creamy and that it was going to have maybe like a little bit of nutmeg, maybe a little bit of cinnamon. And I tried it and I was like, oh, where's that citrus coming from? Like, <laughs> it can completely. Upsetting part. Yes. I like, hadn't had like real homemade eggnog before. Yeah. And this is what she <laughs> Right. And like, I feel like they had to have eggnog on their flight. Like, it's the holidays. Like, yes. eggnog is such a classic drink. So right. I'm, not, I'm not upset that it was on there. It just, it wasn't what I was it's, expecting. It, so here's the thing, guys. If you've never had eggnog before, do not go to Milhouse <laughs> Company. The eggnog in their mimosa flight. Don't right. use that as your like taste of eggnog. It, it's yeah. not it. Right. So here's the pro tip. Do not, please do not yeah. drink the eggnog. Okay. So overall, what would you guys think about the, the flights? Would you recommend, like, should someone order the flight if they go there? Or should they order maybe one of their beers or one of their other kind of specialty drinks that they have? Okay. So... There was this breakfast beer, okay, that we all ordered. 
also in addition to the mimosa flight. Okay. (laughs) No. Pretty good after we left. It was really, really good. And can I just explain? So the breakfast beer was really good it had it's a cold one which i don't know what that is i have to like google that after that, that, that means a beer amanda a cold one holds one with a k with a k with a k has a cold one with a k yes it sounds like cold one i thought it was like a brand a brand <laughs> of their brewery because remember it's a brewery guys so cold one i think might be one yes. of their but anyway, my friends are thinking I'm fucking stupid. I'm like, this bitch can't say brewery, can't fucking. Who's like, that's a beer, a regular beer. You want it cold. Anyway, so it's a cold one with a K. Uh, grapefruit juice. And see, why do I get the fucking hard pronunciation? I'm telling you, Amanda, sound it out. All right. Pompelmo. Oh, I know this. Oh, Pompelmo is grapefruit the, in Italian. Yeah, the uh, Pellegrino. Yes. Oh, yes. Pellegrino. Yes. Pellegrino. Oh my God. That Pellegrino. makes sense Which now. Is, Pellegrino is like a seltzer. Right. A, a pomegranate. Uh, okay, guys. So it's a fucking grapefruit. beer with grapefruit juice grapefruit. and fucking seltzer. Grapefruit. And can I tell you, fucking amazing. Like, so incredible. Good. And it, it just tasted. So for people who don't like beer, I feel like this is like a good one, a good cold one, Lauren. You like that? <laughs> cold one with a K. <laughs> <laughs> to, to have, because it wasn't heavy, it was good. You could have one, and it was very tasty. And the grapefruit flavor really mixed in with the beer, and it kind of just like went with it. It didn't taste too overbearing. Like It just it blended in really well. It was smooth. Like I, I wanted to, to buy more. Like mm-hmm. It was delicious. And I, what I thought about the cool thing is, is presentation, right? So like the whole grapefruit in the clear glass, how it's just like floating in there, mm-hmm. it kind of adds like this like gold aspect in my mind. I don't know why. I just thought of like just gold little flakes. Yeah, there was a little pulp yeah. in there, so it was yeah. like yeah, it, it was it pulpy. Look, it looked nice, but I, and I, I like pulp, that, right? And I think that's nice because it shows that they're using natural ingredients. Like yes. there's actually so grapefruit in there, not just artificial flavoring. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So overall. I think it was pretty decent. Yeah. I almost wish that we tried maybe like a flight of beer or something because they had this cucumber beer that sounded absolutely delicious and I wanted to buy beer before I left and then we were just like totally <laughs> forgot about it. So we're definitely going to have to come back and try right, some beer. Definitely. I think we forgot about it because we were just so fucking full. Like some yeah. of the stuff, like they had really cool desserts that I oh, wanted to try. We regret not getting the desserts as well. So we highly recommend that... If you guys go there, please try the desserts and let us know what you think because we were really full after I know food and the drinks. It's a lot of food, but they looked so good and we really it's it's just a it's just a lot of food, a lot of food. And to go piggyback off of what Dana said, like we were very full when we left there, and to me, there's no worse feeling than when you're leaving a restaurant and you paid money for this food and you walk out and you're like, okay. That was good, but I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! After like, you feel like you have to get fast food after you ate out. Like, no, this was such a hearty meal. I mean, like, I still feel good, and this was like hours ago that we ate. So, like, well, I mean, you could be full for like ten days. And- okay, so to scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, you know, just touch on that, but anyway, no big deal. It was really good. All right, so let's do our final ratings. You guys down for that? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so for ambiance, Dana, out of five, 
what would you give it? I mean, I'd say a five. I don't, there was nothing that I was really upset about. There was nothing. I mean, the only thing it's, it seemed a little dark where we were sitting, but I would still say, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? dark. There was no window. <laughs> sorry. Data had her eyes closed when she was there. <laughs> dark there was like 12 chandeliers a window no i i get that it wasn't a bright it area it, it was an, it, right it, and it was intentionally intentionally a little Inten- bit on the dark side. yes so yeah but that's hashtag romantic settings on yeah yes. i mean it's, go there it's for your valentine's day dinner <laughs> it's all up to your preference i mean i don't i don't have i didn't have anything that stood out to me in a negative way about the ambiance so yes besides five Yes, besides right. I would rate it a five. What about you, Lauren? Yeah, I have I have to go with a five again. You know, for me, the biggest thing was it was very, very clean. Like, there was absolutely, like, there, there wasn't, like, food left on the tables. Like, even, like, for me, like, you go into the bathroom, the bathroom was absolutely spotless. Like, it, it, everything was, like, exactly what I would expect and beyond. So, yeah, for me, five out of five stars. for Okay, months. can someone decode that bathroom, though? What the fuck was all those? Oh, you didn't go in, Dana? All right. I'm still trying to figure it out. Okay. Well, I took a picture and I'm going to post it. If anyone can decode what the fuck was on that wall, if it's like a physicist or like some famous scientist, let us know. Oh, right. Because it was like this, like, it's like codes. Yeah. Amanda will post that picture and then. You, you guys, guys let us know. Let us know what you think. I mean, you won't win anything. You'll just, we'll just <laughs> <laughs> but you could win something if you sponsor us. Right, and we make it big and we have money to give you. We'll gladly share it. But, um, you know, just let us know what you think. Yeah, but um, I have to agree with you guys. I would give it a five out of five. I mean, I definitely want to check out the top part of the Millhouse mm-hmm. Brewery because I think that's what I'm kind of thinking of. Like when I went there, when I went there before, it was like. I was in the upstairs part and there was like a lot of natural light. It was like in the early I like afternoon. that. Natural so light like, is big to me. I mean, like we went there, you know, in like the middle of the day and I just, where we sat, like there was a window near us, which definitely gave us some natural light, but I guess it wasn't as much as I had before. So maybe that's what I'm kind of thinking of, but still definitely, definitely a good spot. Awesome. All right. And service, Dana, what do you think? Great. I mean, Carrie was great. It's just... Carrie with a K? Yeah, Carrie with a K. K K-E-R-R-I, as she told us. She (laughs) was amazing. Very attentive. Very informative about the menu. Answered any questions that we had. Very descriptive about the different things on the menu, especially the mimosa flight, which was, again, obviously catered to the holiday season. She was very, you know, descriptive about that. So we knew what we were getting into Really bubbly, really nice, 100%. Give her a five out of five. And what about you, Lauren? Yeah, I mean, I have to absolutely piggyback off of that. Five out of five, like, I remember we, like, walked in there and we're like, okay, we know that there's flights, but, like, there's four of us. How mm-hmm. many do we order? And without Carrie, like, we probably would have ordered a flight for each <laughs> Ew, of us. Yes. And we wouldn't have made it out of there. Like, we would have been on the floor, like, Good had to sleep over. What did, point. What did she tell us that it was qu- equivalent to? A bottle of Prosecco. A whole bottle. Uh, like, a Prosecco. One flight is equivalent to a bottle of Prosecco. Yes. Like, if we all had a bottle of Prosecco and then had to function the rest of the day, we wouldn't be here making this podcast. Exactly. So, which I was dumbfounded. A whole bottle of Prosecco. And girl, she was not lying. No. Absolutely not. I have to shout out Carrie again. She was just 
awesome, awesome, awesome. And I hope that she's able to find us. I hope she's able to follow us mm-hmm. and that she can appreciate um, a little shout out. But if you're there, go find Carrie. They put you somewhere and you don't get Carrie. You'd be like, no, fuck you. I want Carrie. I want Carrie. <laughs> I want Carrie with a K. That's right. And they'd be like, what? K-A-E-R-R-I. Carrie. <laughs> and then you'd be like, what? And you'd be like, I fucking heard her service on Buy Me Podcast. You fucking send me Carrie with a K, all right? God damn it. That's right. <laughs> but um, I have to agree with everyone. Five out of five service. And even after Carrie, you know, we were sitting there and obviously it was pretty apparent that we weren't going to order dessert or order more drinks based on our nonverbal communication. And she still checked in with us. Mm-hmm. Some places mm-hmm. will take hours or fucking, it seems like years and eternity to mm-hmm. like check up on you. They don't really care about you. They care about getting the tip. And with her, it felt way different. Like she was catering to us. So mm-hmm. I definitely give her um, a five out of five. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about um, food, Dana? Mm-hmm. Five out of five. I was 100% completely satisfied with my meal. It was hearty. It was filling. There was protein. It was just... Got to get that protein great. on those ma- yeah, macros. Got to get those gains. Got to get those gains. It was so good. So good. Five out of five. Yeah. Five. And I'm great. almost excited to... like I. Five out of five stars. Again, I'm almost excited. We went there for brunch, but I'd love to go back there for dinner and see what they have to option. Oh, I mean, yeah. they had so much on their brunch menu that I was I was overwhelmed, but it was because there were so many good options. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, for the men out there, for the men who are potentially listening, uh, definitely fucking take your girl out. Or if you don't have a girl, take a girl out to this spot because it's so good. And the ambiance is incredible. I feel like it'd be a good first date and impress her. Put out that wallet, homie, put it out. (laughs) I mean, always put out the wallet always, but no, it's really good. And like bang for your buck. I feel like, you know, and I, I think it was really, really good. Um, for me, for sure, like five out of five. I mean, the Reuben that I had, the pastrami, I really haven't like been a fan of pastrami, but I started eating Reubens here and there, and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. You put that bitch on a fucking Benedict, I was shooketh, shooketh. <laughs> Slap your mama good. <laughs> Do we all agree on a five out of five for the food? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for our reviews. I think we definitely would suggest Millhouse Brewery Company. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to have to take a trip to their brewery. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? Brewery. Yes, you did. Good mm-hmm. job sounding that thank out. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. I always get approval from Lauren. I feel like she's my teacher. <laughs> but um, definitely want to check out their brewery and want to check out more of their drinks. I feel like we should definitely come back to this spot, um, you know, post COVID Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. check out more of their beer. But if you're going out there and you want to get some brunch, especially on the Hudson Valley, I feel like what brunch spots do you really know of? I mean, I can only think of maybe two or three off the top of my head. Right. And this spot, spot. the the quality is just spectacular. Mm -hmm. And I truly recommend the service was awesome. The ambiance, everything. And I hope that everyone can get a chance to drive out there even if you think it's too far of a drive let me tell you we drove 50 minutes and it was worth every mm-hmm. minute absolutely 100 easy to get to the parking is is fine you go in and they just greet you with such you know hey welcome and they like 
it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I definitely recommend this is a perfect score, I guess. Yeah, hey, definitely. You made it, Millhouse. <laughs> perfect score from Bite Me Podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't stop doing it. <laughs> well, I thank you everyone for joining us. It is our first episode of our podcast. Um, maybe a little rough, but you know what? Fuck it. We're here. We're having fun. Right. The whole point is to make our little contribution and we want to share with us our experiences at local eateries in the Hudson Valley. And I hope that you all enjoy and you do make it out to Millhouse, even if it's for brunch or if you don't want to go to brunch, check out their other stuff and let us know what you guys like. And if you have any recommendations or suggestions, definitely hit us up on our Instagram, bite.mepodcast. And don't forget, guys, to listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Brewery, bite me.